Raccoon City residents, and welcome back for another installment of Raccoon City Radio. I am one of your hosts, Andrew Taylor, and with me, as always, is my Resident Evil partner, Alex O'Neill from IrrationalPassions.com. Alex, how are you? What the stars? It's me. I'm here. Stars. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking terrified and like i don't want to andrew i don't want to give people a pretense as we're, we're rolling we're starting up season two i don't want yeah. them to to misinterpret my real actual terror <laughs> as yeah. we go into resident evil 3 remake baby it's funny because we started the show over a year ago specifically for resident evil 2 remake we dreamed of this day and here it is sooner than we could have ever imagined yeah i mean we did we anticipate it at the time? I yeah, think we, we kind of just speculated like, oh, there's like they have to remake three after this. We did. And, and like we theor- at that point, we were still saying stuff like, oh, well, maybe RE8 will come first. Yeah. And then three will happen. But we didn't know that they were being developed at the same time. Literally like, the there same time. All these details that we know now, and it all makes sense now, like immediately after the RE3 announcement in December, it was like, oh, yeah, of course. It yeah. makes perfect sense. Get this out before next gen. RE8 comes out on next gen. It's going to look incredible. Yeah. And and they were developed at the same time. So Yeah. When do you think uh, RE8 might be popping out on next gen? You'd say like a year after release? I, th- there's a possibility that it could be with the, the next January drop, you know, mm. uh, like if, if, if Capcom keeps their kind of January hot streak going. I guess they, yeah. they broke it this year. Um, but they had RE4 coming in April. Yeah. Or RE3 coming in April. So For sure. Talk about three great years for capcom totally like just consistently good releases if it's one of those things where they're like well let's give it the space and give it as much time as we need to polish it i'd be okay with them taking a full year off of resident evil because we've gotten a lot yeah you know we've gotten our 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 dinner our meal um if they want to like if they want re8 or re4 remake whatever would be next i hopefully re8 i think that makes the most sense we're already getting in the future I would want it to be maybe like January 2022. Give it a nice gap. Let us anticipate it because we, we're getting a lot of Resident Evil close to close. Like we're here because and I think we said by the end of Raccoon City Radio Season 2, like when the demo for RE3 drops, we will do the first episode of Raccoon City Radio Season 2. And here we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we, we've got a gluttony of, of Resident Evil to chew through right now. Let's do this. So for those of you who have not listened to Raccoon City Radio before, it is a Resident Evil podcast. Uh, Like I mentioned before, we honestly didn't think we were going to be doing this again because it was kind (laughs) of just for Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yeah, We're back again with Resident Evil 3, which comes out this coming Friday uh, on April 3rd. They dropped the demo this last Friday. Was it a week ago from like yesterday? It was like a Thursday, I think. Yeah, they dropped the demo. Project Resistance was coming out to uh, actually this weekend. Unfortunately, it's Beta, delayed yeah. for PS4 and Steam. So we haven't had a chance to play that at all, but we've played through the demo a couple times, both of us. Um, and yeah, so we're going to talk about that this episode. Next episode, we'll talk about our first few hours with the game and kind of like how we're feeling 
with the new, I don't want to say format of the game because Resident Evil 2 is a little bit different where it's two different, different characters. Game, pretty much, like yeah. what do we think at that point? Yeah, so the format for this is probably going to be changing throughout the whole quote-unquote season this year. But um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about Resident Evil 3 and I'm excited to get my hands on it this next Friday. But before we get into our RE3 demo impressions, Alex, I just want to thank you and the fine folks over at irrationalpassions.com for helping me get this off the ground over a year ago and for the continued support with you guys. I appreciate it. Everyone, make sure to go check out irrationalpassions.com for all things video game related, including podcasts, reviews, and written features about the latest video games. Yeah, we've we've brought Andrew into the Slack, which is like the yeah. first new person we've had in Slack since Jess <laughs> came, and then Jess is gone now. So yeah, it's been it's, it's been it's fun. I like the new energy. I, I feel like you're not going to be there in there that much. You should be though, because you bring a chaotic energy. Yeah, I mean, I get I get my alerts on my phone. And I'm like, oh, okay, they're talking about whatever, whatever, and then we're doing we're doing stuff a lot. You'll you'll yeah. get a you get the birds eye view. I don't know, like peep behind the curtain, part of the kimono. Look yeah. at uh, that stuff, which is fun. So. Yeah, it's fun to see how this ship works. So, uh, and you're the captain of the ship. How, what is that like? It's like a nightmare constantly. <laughs> so much pressure that you put on yourself that no one really yeah. expects of you, but you just put on yourself and guilt. Always the guilt. Never, yeah, never not guilty. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. If anyone is wondering out there, it's that's what I feel like bear, all, the, baby. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It is not ever like a, a thing I take for granted. So, All right. Well, let's get into the topic here, which is the Resident Evil 3 demo that dropped this last Friday. Um, it was about 45 minutes long, depending on what you were looking at and how, how slow much you were. I would say 30 minutes, maybe more comfortable. Yeah. And Average then, of 30 minutes. 45 if you want to do everything. In it. And like how many times you died to Nemesis. <laughs> yeah, how many times did Nemesis just look you down up. your throat and beat your ass? Yeah. Just like straight up. So it's a lot. <laughs> it was great because you and I played this together for the first time. Uh, we streamed it um, on the Irrational Passions Twitch. We did it as a together. I was I was sending you my gameplay and you were yeah, watching, I was watching you in play, real yeah. time while I was playing. Uh, it was my first time through, your first time through. Yeah, uh, it was. I would say we had a jolly time. We took a knee, look, took in the sights, looked at Carlos's hair, which is a great looking set of like just great looking hair. Like, and we around. both got scared multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> like legitimately scared multiple yeah. times. Which is funny because I wasn't even playing it, and it was a little bit laggy because like Discord. Yeah, but like it still scared the shit. Out of yeah, me. and it reaffirmed, "Fuck this game. I'm yeah. gonna. <laughs> I will hate this. And yeah. why are we doing this? I knew. I knew." when they started like releasing those like little snippets before the demo ever came out of like nemesis i was like you're just gonna hate this game like (laughs) it's just like i'm gonna like have a very small hatred for it like deep down in my heart we'll see we'll see it could be a very large hatred by the end and there's also a possibility i could come on to the next episode being like i'm this was a mistake this (laughs) podcast was a mistake i'm sorry like we're canceling early, so yeah. you guys. Yeah. We're switching so, down to easy mode, just yeah. talking about the story. But yeah, so you played through the demo a couple times. I played through the demo a couple times. What are your overall impressions of what you played from your perspective, Alex? So first thing, and, and we were playing together that first time, and going back a second time alone, I, I felt like I kind of rushed through it. It was a little mm-hmm. bit more focused of like, I kind of know where everything is. I just yeah. want to see if I can do everything. And then I didn't go in a building at all. It's a building with a safe in it. 
So I missed that. And I was like, I'm not going back. Once Nemesis dropped down, I was like, I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and and that that is like what I'm afraid of. But it also like I, the thing is, if this whole game is, is built in in theory all around that and, and more around that. Yeah. And th- it seems that there are times where Nemesis is active and there are going to be times where he's not active. And it's just kind of taking advantage of what you can when he isn't. So yeah. that my hope is, is it turns to something like that, which could be interesting. Like it, it, it could be bad, but it could not be all bad. We'll see. Yeah. But the, the first thing that stood out to both of us was like, damn, this game looks good. Like what, whatever they did between RE2 and RE3, they made it look gooder. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Everything looks way better. I think the lighting is just a little bit more on point. The hair yeah. is a little bit more on points. It just it seems like a just an an extra small layer graphical improvement over RE2. And that's not to say that RE2 wasn't already a gorgeous looking game because it still is. And like I've played it on my nice PC monitor. I've played it on my 4K TV and like the game looks great. And I've played the RE3 demo both on my monitor and on my TV and that looks great too. So yeah. I just yeah, like like we were discussing when we were playing it the first time was that it just there's there's something that looks a little bit different, yeah. It makes it feel a little bit more like a sequel, right? Because it technically is, but it's one of those things that we're we're kind of treating these as like a two parter, you know, of the same yeah. package, which is weird. And I, I said this on an IPP a while ago that I think you were on, yeah, uh, maybe uh, where I was like, I, I don't think it is wrong to expect Resident Evil Three to be better than Resident Evil Two. And the thing is, it is wrong, obviously, because we know the remakes of games that were one was worse than the other, right? Like three yeah. was not as good as two, not as iconic, not as well made, maybe uh, yeah. not as well paced, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, and these are remakes of those games, so assumedly they would fall into the same category. But it's like to somebody who doesn't know, and they played RE2, and now they're playing RE3, like wouldn't they want this to be a, a better, more refined game? Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong in that. Maybe maybe the general populace knows that RE3 is just a different kind of game that isn't as well liked. But uh, like seeing stuff like that, seeing stuff that that, that little extra care and polish that is like, hey, we're we're like going all out for this too. Like we're we're pushing. We're not taking this as like a lazy stride. We're doing it. We're doing yeah. the damn thing. And we're we're doing the best we can. Is nice. It's reaffirming. It's it's funny that you say that because like what we're you know you were talking about like RE two being the more like memorable game out of the the two of them and it it's I've watched a lot of retrospectives on the series. You know that <laughs> I've watched like a twelve hour like lore Resident Evil video back when we were doing the first season of Raccoon City Radio and it yeah, was dude. like getting those little tidbits of like development and like what they were trying to go for originally and how the both of these games are actually supposed to be like way different than what they ever turned out to be and seeing that kind of be refined now into this generation of gaming has been really cool because through and through really what this is it's a metroidvania there's puzzles and like all of that so backtracking yeah backtracking i know some people that's that's not their jam for me it it speaks to me more so than pretty much any other genre because it feels like i'm making progress it feels so good to always get like that new passageway open for you or that new tool to like get you to like the next place you need to go and like there's just that sense of like progression for me that's always been like just it's exactly what i need yeah you can measure that progression yeah 
a little bit more directly, right? You, I yeah. got this key, so now I can access these three rooms, and in yeah. one of those rooms is a shotgun, which makes me better, right? Like, yeah. suddenly I am better at this game. But then there's still, like, those moments of it being challenging because of the amount of resources that are being provided to you to survive. I mean, it yeah. is a survival horror game, like, through and through, so... Yeah, it, it is, it's a lot of things at once, and it's, it's that fine tipped balance yeah. that is great. And that's, the, which which is a perfect segue into the concern, obviously, of this <laughs> game is like, does Nemesis upset that balance too much, right? Like, yeah. and that was, that was my thing with RE2 was like, that game is, is wonderfully designed, but then... Yeah, and, and you're just going through it at your own pace and, and you're having a good time. And then yeah. when Mr. X is introduced, it changes how you were interacting with what was designed there before. And I think that post Mr. X design is not as intri- it's not as fun as pre Mr. X design when it, when you're kind of going through a haunted mansion, right? Yeah. That was my it, it's um I, there's like a word for it, but, but like it broke my immersion, right? It, it just was like I like this area still, but you make this area that I liked plenty fine before less interesting. It makes my hope is that Nemesis is part of the very design of the it's part of the DNA of the game in a way that like these areas make sense with him and these areas make sense without him Mm -hmm. versus these areas make sense without him. And then he's just there and it sucks. Uh, Like, you know, that's my hope, right? Like, are there pathways that i'm going to be able to take to slow him down uh, and it seems like maybe there's a little bit of that we only we literally got access to like an alleyway <laughs> uh yeah. in this demo um are are there times where he will be present and times where he won't be um what yeah. is going to bring him into the world when will i see him show up what can he break through like i just don't know the boundaries of that now and that's why i'm worried about like how is nemesis going to disrupt the the balance of this game like the horror to the action intention right and so far a lot <laughs> but like i liked what i played i like the little pathway they take you on you see the fire alley you have to go get the hose yeah you go through you unlock a couple doors where you find some secrets or you don't uh, and then you get the hose you get the shotgun if you find it it's very helpful you get a lot of ammo presumably on normal mode is what i assume the demo had us on and uh, you shoot nemesis with that shotgun a whole lot yeah. throw some grenades at him maybe if you're lucky yeah i, I liked what i played what did you yeah. think man so the first time i played through it well i watched you play through it when you were playing it for the first time and then mm-hmm. i was like okay well i want to try this out myself i didn't stream it or anything like that i was just playing it through it myself it, it took me a little bit to kind of get back to that Resident Evil mindset where, like, it doesn't control, like, other games that I've been playing recently. You know, I've been playing a lot of Animal Crossing like everyone else. I, I've been playing, like, Ori and the Blind Forest on my Switch and, like, other games that just don't control, like, Resident Evil. And so it was kind of, it took me a little bit to get into that, like, mindset of, like, okay, this is the character's movement speed and, like, you know, how they move and all that stuff. And then they added from Resident Evil 2 to Resident Evil 3, Jill, who's the main character that you play as, they've added a dodge mechanic for her, which she did have in the original version of the game, but now it's more so like, she's way more like, yeah, it's way more involved. It seems like it's something that you lean on quite a bit, which I think is fine. There's like this whole quick time thing now, kind of, it's not, it's just slowed down. It's not like a quick time event or anything, but you can like dodge zombies. You can dodge Mr. X or not Mr. X. You can dodge nemesis Nemesis. and 
the first time I played through it myself, I was not like I was not doing well at all. I was <laughs> running through my resources pretty quickly and like th- my dodge was all off and I was just like, oh man, like this is, this is tough. And like, if you know, I, but it's not to say I still wasn't enjoying myself. Cause like, I know what I'm getting into when I play a horror game sure, or like a survival horror game where I know things are going to be limited and I know I'm going to have frustrations, but that's literally a part of the experience. That's what you're paying for. But yeah, that first time I was just like, okay, well, l- let me just explore a little bit more. I kind of want to see, like, are there any secrets? And, you know, like they have the bobbleheads again, kind of like what they had in Resident Evil 2, where you break them and it's just kind of like one of those collectible things. They have all, like, the existential, like, information about, like, the virus that's being released on the city. And, like, you know, they had, they had like, a news article, like, on the Spencer Mansion from Resident Evil 1. And, like, like cool little things like that where there's, like, all these, like, lore drops. And to kind of get that information through, like, newspapers or dossiers or, you know, like, all that stuff. You know what I mean? I like collecting that stuff and getting, like, those little tidbits of lore. Some games do it better than others. I think Resident Evil does a really good job at it. Because um, it's always kind of, like, it's always kind of like a breadcrumb at the end of a string. And they always kind of, like, you know pull you along with it with the lore but the herb lore is like unnecessary to me <laughs> yeah. where it's like, like we've Here's played you... this game before <laughs> yeah, i don't like... need you to tell me how to make herbs and bullets or, or but... just or just like have it be a tutorial that pops up yeah. in the menu right it doesn't have to be like a verified in world piece of lore like but i get it they want to contextualize yeah. things they, wanna, they every, want to every every video game does that yeah. yeah it's it's just like it's weird, but yeah. you know, I, I get it. I understand. <laughs> uh, it's just like of the of those that would be my least favorite. But yeah, I think they yeah. do a, they do a good job. Uh, but yeah, building tension with that too of like like kind yeah. of getting an idea of the struggle and how long that's been going on. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean that first playthrough I had with the game or with the demo was was fine. Where I, you know I kind of already knew what knew what I was gonna expect, and you know I got the shotgun. I. I opened the safe because I was like, well, it's just a demo. Like, so I looked up the combination online and I know what's in the safe and I, you know, use it and all that stuff. And I won't spoil it for listeners out there who haven't played the demo. And Alex, I know that you haven't opened the safe. So, but yeah, I mean, big boner. It's just a huge dildo. That's all. (laughs) I Uh, knew it. It's the only way to stop nemesis. Fuck. But yeah. So yesterday I took the time because I knew that we were planning on recording today or this weekend sometime to to talk about the demo um, and get the show off the ground. But I played through the demo another time yesterday because I had some free time. Nothing was going on. And, like, I finally kind of got the hang of, like, the, the dodge, and that felt really good where I was like, okay, you know, you have to be strategic with your ammo because there's not a lot in Resident Evil. So, okay, I'll dodge this guy. Boom, shoot him in the head. Like, he'll be on the ground. Dip over from this guy so I don't get, like, bit and, you know, have some health chunk take off of me and just kind of figuring out what resources were more important than others because i felt like the demo gives you so much to kind of take on but they're not giving you any extra inventory slots uh just because that'll definitely be in the main game where you're getting like pouches and gotta save that you gotta you gotta make the player need that yeah yeah i most of the time it was like okay i'll have two health items i'll put one of them in the box and then like there's some grenades i'll take one grenade and put one away and yeah just kind of it's just that resident evil thing where it's like yeah i was trying to like stack as many things up so like i would have all my grenades on me all but like i would keep the knife in the box because i don't need four weapons the shotgun the pistol ammo for both 
one healing item and then I got two squares free, right? And it's like, okay, if I need, this is my like, I got to fight Nemesis now. If I need anything else, I it's not going to be more than yeah. two things. So. Yeah. And that second time, that second time I knew when he was going to show up. Yeah. And so I knew where to go, what to collect first, and then kind of confront him. And I knew exactly where I needed to go with the fire hose that's in the game or in the demo. So I kind of I kept that on me at all times just in case if I had to run away from him and got like turned around or whatever. But so that that brings up my 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 thought here. There's like a dichotomy in the demo, right? There's the pre nemesis half of the demo, mm-hmm. and then the post nemesis half of the demo, which can <laughs> be anywhere between ten seconds and forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know it, it varies. We had a little trouble the first time we played together. Yeah. Um, and like I wonder, that's just what the game is going to be like. I'm just going to hang out in this area until. I know what the nemesis trigger is and then I'm going to just sprint to the end, right? Like, is there going to be times where he's just going to vanish and I just kind of have to like almost uh, alien isolation style where like, yeah, I'm just kind of creeping through and he could show up at any time. And when he does, it's going to be big and loud. Or is it going to be very strict? Like nemesis is in play right now. And then Nemesis is out of play until you do something. And yeah. you're just going to be like living in fear of like, what am I, what am I going to do that's going to trigger yeah. Nemesis? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. That, that has me kind of worried a little bit. Yeah. I'm interested about that system. Like, I feel like someone's going to break it down in a video. Would you call it the Nemesis system? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I, I'm interested to see like, what are the triggers? If there are any, what's the timer? If there is one. Like, what, is there anything specifically that you're doing as a player to activate Nemesis to come down and literally, like, fuck your shit up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm very curious to see if someone's going to be able to crack that code. And I'm sure people do that all the time with games. All the time. So, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see what those parameters are and, like, what you have to do to get that to be triggered for him. And if it is random, it's could be really freaking annoying like that's for sure but honestly i think because the original game and i this is coming from someone who did not play the original resident evil 3 back in like what was it 99 or whatever 99 i think or 98 one of the two i i have no i have no knowledge of that game besides you know like story wise and what i've seen of gameplay but i'm i was told like he's he's there the whole time like he's constantly chasing you. So I'm interested to see if that's a concept, if that's the idea that they roll with, with this one. Cause maybe that was the reason why the third one wasn't as popular as it was, you know, over the second one Yeah, where like Mr. X would only show up like in your second playthrough or like scenario B. So I'm interested to see if maybe they change it around a little bit where it's like, he only pops up in certain sections so like the thing is with how present he is right he like the the way he is right now he cannot be present in long sections of the game like mr x was unless there is like a very reliable or at least survivable way to lose him like pretty Mm -hmm. consistent because he is like so quick he's on you always it's not like a thing with mr x where you can kind of get away from him you can't really get away from him you have to like use a big resource getting him down in order to get away from him and then he's like back on you in no time right like there's nowhere to run if he is going to be implemented in the same way he is in that demo which we don't know but if he's going to be that equally as present as he is there as he is all the time 
that's just too much, right? Like that, there's yeah. no balance to that. So it, there has to be different sections where he behaves differently. Is my guess. Yeah. Like maybe he only walks in certain parts of the game and yeah. or and doesn't sprint. Like maybe in, in after you've pissed him off, he'll sprint towards you or, or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Well, like, and that was one thing is I was trying to break it down when I was playing through it the second time was I was like, okay, well, once I go through these donut shop doors, he's going to be there. Cause like, that's like the little cutscene where he shows up and he's like changing some of the zombies into like whatever Mon- horrifying monsters, yeah, horrifying, like eye monster things. And like, I just stood there the second I walked out of the door and he turns over, looks at me and just hauls ass directly yeah, he's at coming. me. Yeah, so I'm no like, stopping. okay, so he's running at me. I have like a second before he gets to me. I either need to start running like a different direction or dodge his ass. Mm-hmm. And I dodged him and it felt great. And I was like, okay, this was cool. Roll up slow speed. All right. I'll, you know, shotgun him in the face. Boom. All right. Just keep running. Dodge whatever the fuck, like the mutated zombie thing. And then like all of a sudden he's just like flies over me and I'm like, shit. And then, yeah, lies. I heard the whole conversation I was having with myself during that moment in the game, where there's a lot of swear words being said. But fuck shit. The second time I took him on, felt way more fluid because I had finally gotten that dodge down. So that's one thing I'm thinking of: is is there another tool that's going to be provided to you if, like, he is very prominent in this game, as much as he is in that demo? To like is, stop him for yeah. A long is there time. A, because it literally says like when you die, if you die to him, it says like no like ordinary weapon can like kill this guy or like slow him down. But, but your best bet is just to run. Like that's literally what yeah, it says. Maybe like maybe you'll kill Mister X at specific story points multiple times throughout the game, or not Mister X Nemesis at specific story points throughout the game. Like maybe some point you find like a chain gun and you shoot him up and yeah. he seems like he's dead and then he's gone for a little bit then he comes back and then you find like a rocket launcher you shoot him and he's gone for a little bit but he's like a back. different a different mutation because yeah or he's yeah. like he's gotten stronger he looks different he's like lost more of his armor he looks way meatier yeah, yeah. that'd be cool i'd be into that that's what i'm that, saying is that like, would kind of turn him into like a recurring boss fight that you beat every now and again but yeah well i mean would you rather have that or would you rather have him always be there I mean, I, I would probably rather have that because then it feels like you're building to a moment, like a tension is building to a release and then tension builds again to another release, right? Like yeah. that at least gives gives you that release. Yeah. Because if he's just always fucking hounding your ass, like there's no release there. It, yeah. It's just too much. Well, I mean, that's that's what Resident Evil 2 did with the William Birkin fight where yeah. Birkin was always changing into a different form of the mutation every time you fought him and he would just fuck off for like, 45 minutes to however long you were playing to get to the next section when you trigger him coming back i'm just so like the the i think the clear takeaway like not i'm not trying to be too like harsh here but like if if the last 10 seconds to 45 minutes again of the demo the nemesis half of the demo if that is if it's just more eight more hours of that it won't be a good video game right like So there has to be, there's more to it yeah. than what we've seen. But, right? And you have to think to yourself, they have thought of that, though. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? It, so, so it's tough. It's tough. The, the, the bad thing about this demo, because I think it's good in that it gives you the hand of the controls, gives you an idea of what it looks like, what playing chill is like, the dodge. Good little intro to the environment that you'll be in, at least for the first part of the game, presumably. Yeah. Um, and all that. But it doesn't give a good... It doesn't demonstrate uh, the dichotomy of the game, the nemesis 
portions versus the non-nemesis portions. It gives you one of them, but you need to see like how that breaks up multiple times throughout the game to have an appreciation for it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's just like, well, the it was I was miserable for 10 seconds of it, but I really liked 30 minutes of it, you know? So, so I don't have a clear... I, I think that's where the demo kind of fails. Uh, and then we can't really take away... Uh, a significant understanding of it, of it at least. Yeah, um, like we have to get but, into the game first. But it's interesting because it. I, I only bring it up because I, I think the having that mystery still present of like what's that going to feel like is still exciting. Like I'm still mm-hmm. excited to see what the Nemesis system is going to be like with um, yeah. with the full game. Yeah, I mean, we only have a couple days left, so yeah, we're theorizing. Yeah, we're those just theories right now, shooting the shit right now to figure out. Well, to just guess about what it's going to be like when it comes to dealing with nemesis sure i i couldn't get the dodge on in two playthroughs i i really couldn't get a feel for that dodge it did oh, not it feel feels so good dude when you get that though like i got it a few times but it just didn't feel great anytime yeah. i did it didn't feel it felt like i just kind of winged it and got it each time so, even if i was trying so i think i'm gonna try this again when the game comes out because i actually deleted the demo off my ps4 um because I want to play through only a couple times. I don't want to like, Cause, you know. No, it's because Warzone is fucking 113 gigabytes. You can tell. 168 gigabytes. <laughs> I Jesus had to delete that shit fuck. off my PS4 too. It's gone. I don't know if we're ever going to play Warzone together. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, damn. A single tier. Yeah. I'll but, be working from home for like six more weeks, dude. So we got time. Uh, maybe it'll come back. Hey, thanks Comcast for the no data cap. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah, thank you. But yeah, I mean, what I think with the, I think there's an extra step with the dodge where if you dodge and pull the trigger right away, I think you come up really slow and you have yeah, you, you a can split get second like a direct to, headshot. It'll yeah. line up with the head. I've seen yeah. that happen. And I think one more thing regarding the dodge mechanic with you is that honestly, you might be better off playing the game on Xbox because the bumpers on the Xbox feel so much more responsive than the bumpers on the PS4 controller. Really? Where, yeah, I mean, I just feel like the, the, like there's just that instant click with the Xbox controller where it's like, you know what I mean? There's a difference there with the bumpers on both controllers. I think the Xbox controller has a little bit of a... I've always, um, yeah. I actually always prefer the L1 R1 buttons. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, mean, I prefer the, the triggers on Xbox like by a mile. Yeah. But the L1 R1, I've never loved the bumpers. I was just thinking out loud and... Just because I that that's a huge mechanic of the game, which the dodge is the dodge. So mm-hmm. I, I, I downloaded it on Xbox today. I meant to to play the second time on there, but I forgot to download it, so I just played again on PS4. Uh, I I'm gonna try it at the very least. Yeah, um, and just so. play for a few minutes. You don't have to play through the whole demo, but no, I I probably play through. I want to try and get that safe. Yeah. I, I uh yeah I don't know I like it I I want to see more what I you know like the, we we still don't know so so much from that demo so but it was yeah. a good tease it was a good tease it was something I needed it was something I wanted um, yeah and now I just have to only wait a few more days for the game to come out and I'm really excited about it yeah it's weird weird time it's worth mentioning like weird times for like a <laughs> yeah survival video horror game, game uh basically to come out post apocalyptic. Uh, yeah, I understand people's yeah. trepidations with it. I'm, I, you know, I'm just enjoying the media, enjoying the fiction, trying, trying to to make the most of it. For me, uh, it's all a distraction, especially right now. Video games for for me are like the greatest distraction I could ever hope for. Yeah, I'm just um, loving any kind of video game I can get my hip paws on right now. Yeah, 
Yeah, for sure. But it, it totally makes sense for people to probably steer clear of this one or any other games that kind of deal with that whole virus, you know, centric story and all of that. So it makes sense. But yeah, I mean, regardless of that, I am excited for the game. Alex, you're excited for the game. Yeah. Don't I want people to understand that I'm going to play this game and, and I will have fun with it. <laughs> don't yeah. be worried about it. Even I'll if it's fun. yeah, even if you don't like it more than RE2 or like it less than RE2, like it doesn't it's matter. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I'm I'm going with an open mind as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Um I I haven't lost any excitement for this. I mean maybe a little bit, but uh I'm I'm still like blazing forward ready to have a great time with it. So. Yeah. And it's fun to play games together and talk about them, so so what what do you want to theorize about the the rest of the game? Because here's the thing that we haven't talked about too much. Like you've watched playthroughs of RE three, you've obviously ex- had the lore berated to you via the <laughs> YouTube videos. Yes, and I know it's probably been a little bit for you, so maybe it's a little a little rusty. I don't, know. I don't know if you've rewatched or anything recently. Yeah, but I've I know I know how RE three ends because it's it's like very well <laughs> and i yeah and i know how it ends too so i'm interested to see if they change that at all but i don't know anything about like the actual story of resident evil. like i don't know what resident evil 3 is about i know it's about like jill trying to get out of raccoon city but like i don't know if there's more yeah. to it um i don't know uh i really don't know what to expect yeah so i'm, ex- I'm excited i really do appreciate them bringing back like the main protagonist of the first game and like, yeah basically isolating her from from Chris. anyone that she's known before yeah and, and it, it, can, yeah. it canonizes jill a little bit more because you, you think about a lot, a lot of people there were probably a lot of dude bros are like yeah well chris is the real protagonist of re1 and it's like no like this is jill's story they're, they're kind of recommitting to that even if re3 sometimes feels like a side game uh i, th- yeah. I think they give jill she she gets a lot of clout in that franchise because of this game which is interesting though because like she's so badass like, she's so cool right like, like why, I, I agree. why are we hating on jill like stupid people just you know just, just kicked ass but, in the first game and now she's back again to do it again so it's like it's cool to, to see like games of that era committing to like female protagonists yeah uh, absolutely and we get absolutely. like code veronica a little bit after this and, and resident evil zero which also has a, a lady hero so it's yeah cool. yeah and i honestly like these games always push me to play another game within the franchise, which is nice. Um, like when I beat Resident Evil 2, Alex, like this last, what was it, December, I finally mm-hmm. played Resident Evil 7 for the first time. Yeah. Uh, played through it together, folks. Uh, fancy yeah. show. Hopefully you got to tune into some of that too. Yeah. I, I know we didn't do a podcast on it, but yeah, I mean, like that game for me was terrifying because the first person perspective but it was something i was able to get through because i played it with you and still having like that background of resident evil and getting like still consistent lore from the game was really cool you know callbacks to the original like six games whatever you want to call them or the original like first game at least or because they mentioned raccoon city in the in resident evil 7 yeah but yeah i mean incidents yeah so I'm interested to see where this game goes, what it differs from from the original. Yeah, are they gonna? This is the time to make changes, right? Like, if yeah. we don't, we don't fuck with RE2. That was the one that we did for the fans. This beautiful remake, but RE3 is the one that people are less attached to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the second remake now. It's been a year, a little over a year, and the vibe has changed. People are kind of hungry for Resident Evil Eight. How do we set that up with this game? 
yeah. do you at all? If they don't at all, I, I'll I'll be a little bummed. I, I get it. If they just were trying to respect the source material, sure. But if they don't set up anything in the future at all, I, I'd be a little bummed. We're like, oh, this is just this is just a remake of three. Like, yeah, yeah. If if that's it, then okay. But I'd be a little disappointed. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's like a re eight teaser at the end of the. Yeah, game. that's what I'm saying. Even if it's just that, if it's totally separate, but it's. Like I think it's that like, alone would be worth it. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I, getting I that. And like we we've theorized about that in the past where it's like, okay, where do they go from RE2? And then obviously we're getting RE3, but now it's like, okay, is this a new timeline? Is this like do we continue with four and remaking games? Because like four is so beloved of, of among everyone. And then like do you continue with eight and keep going with Ethan and Mia's story? Well, actually wait, Mia. Is Mia dead? I can't remember. No, she could, he she could be dead. Depending yeah. on what you, what you do. Forgot that. I forgot that game, even though I beat it only a couple months ago. But <laughs> yeah, like, do you continue with his story? And I think that's probably that was what January, they're going to do. January, wasn't it, dude? That was December when we beat it. That was a we lifetime just, ago. We actually might have beat it in January. I think it was January, dude. Yeah. That was a lifetime ago. Because I was playing through it like three We lived four. in a different world back then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, but... I'm interested to see like the continuation of after this game. Like, was this just another like love letter to the fans, or is this like a continuation? Are we going into four now? Are yeah, are we, we going to start setting four? something up? Are we going to set up a four remake? Or are we going to set up something else? I'm excited. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm excited to see the Carlos parts. I'm excited to see yeah if the gameplay changes. I'm excited to see if it's more actiony because it kind of feels a little bit tighter, a little bit more responsive. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I've been told I, there's a lot of. There's some flip-flop between Carlos and Jill. And Carlos is a character I have literally no background with. Yeah, like, I have I know nothing about him. In this game he seems just like works, one of those He works dude for bros. Umbrella, you know. Yeah. That's, I work for Umbrella, but I'm kind of like he's he's on the fence there. Like yeah. Umbrella He's going to get converted by the end of the game certainly, but From what I've seen, I I feel like I'm going to like his character. You know what he I mean? Seems he's, like a dick to me. He, I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. RE3 demo impressions overall positive excited. but concerned understandably concerned I like I don't I feel like there's nothing unreasonable about what I'm worried about for sure but we'll see exciting times Resident Evil 3 baby like again tw- 13 14 months later 14 we're living months. In, it, in the RE3 world they were made together yeah. very interesting uh, and, and, and it's, it's cool. yeah I mean like there was like a rumor going out that you know, when this game had been officially announced, it was like some of Capcom was working on it, but also some people from Platinum Games, I think, mm-hmm. or yeah, something. It was that. like some article that I was reading or something I heard. It might have been from IGN. I don't remember. But yeah, I was like, OK, well, that makes sense because there's like there's no way they're making one game and then another game like back to back in like such a short amount of time. Like there's definitely separate teams here. Um, yeah. But they're definitely utilizing the same engine of the RE engine, which was started with Resident Evil 7, which is yeah. a great engine. Um, yeah, put everything in the engine. really well. Well, so, yeah. there's another Devil May Cry 5 came out in RE. Yeah, Devil May Cry 5. Uh, yeah, I was like, there's another game, right? Yeah. Looks amazing. But yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Um, over the next couple weeks, few weeks, I don't know how long it's going to take us to beat the game. Um, but yeah, we're going to have some guests come in, people from other websites and 
publications and all of that just to chat about all things Resident Evil 3. Get excited. I, yeah. Get excited about this. Yeah, I'm very excited to to chat about it and uh hopefully have a good time doing it all and I like I said we don't <clears throat> this is like such a different game than RE2 where it was like where it was like we have Leon, we have Claire, we have two different scenarios and then we have three different sections to play through. Yeah. And it was so like laid out. It was so like perfect where it was like okay, this is going to be this is going to make making a show a lot easier. But like with this it's we have no idea. We so. have no idea how we're going to chop up these yeah. episodes to be honest. So yeah, but we'll roll with it and we're going to have fun with it and we're going to talk about a lot of Resident Evil. Uh, and I'm excited to do that. So yeah, just think of it as like we're going to break it into parts and we're going to talk about each part at a time. That's all. Absolutely. But yeah, if uh, you like what you heard today, uh, we'd appreciate you leaving a review either on iTunes or your you know podcast service of choice. Make sure, like I mentioned before, make sure to check out rationalpassions.com. Um, like I said, you can get all things podcast, reviews, uh, written articles, all about video games all the time. Uh, they do great work over there, so go check them out, Alex. Thank you again for helping me back this with irrational passions and getting it off the ground. So I really do appreciate that. No, it's uh, I you're you're doing most of the hard work. So and you, you've you. solicited all these people to help as well. The, the editor, the the Alex Van Aken made the the pockets art, which is the great. new art, great. yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, it's fun. It feels fun to like more officially collaborate, where it was kind of like a tentative collaboration before, and now it's like, yeah. We've taken you into the IP Slack under the wing. Yeah, the I'm in the Slack, so you know it's official. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. Um. So it, it's it's gonna be fun to do this, and then, you know, probably do this again if another mm. Resident Evil game happens again too. Yeah, absolutely. And we're gonna stream and play through Resident Evil Seven at some point, or Resident Evil Six at some point. Some point, someday. You keep. It doesn't have it to be any time. I mean, so, we have so much time right now, but we do not yeah, have to do that now. We do have all the time <laughs> in the world. <laughs> yes all right y'all it's gonna do it for this week's episode but we will see you next week yeah thank you so much for for supporting for listening we love you so much thank you yeah we'll see you next week with our launch impressions bye bye